Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through Podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a human design life coach known as the Positivity Queen. I am passionate about helping you not to just go through life, but grow through it. Join me in this podcast, which will provide inspiration, motivation, and practical steps to help you live your best life as your most aligned and authentic self. Through my Soul Revolution methodology, the pillars of which are mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hello, beautiful soul. This week's episode, what has really come up for myself and clients is karma. So I decided to do an episode all about it. And when you think of karma, you probably think what goes around comes around, but there's actually so much more to it. Karma comes from the Sanskrit word karman, which means action, the root of the word, which is to do or to make. Karma to me is something as a concept that gets us to be very conscious, intentional and aware of what we are doing, which isn't a bad thing. Living a life by design gives us more fulfillment and we have greater impact. Imagine everyone did. It truly would be a win-win. Karma is a bridge between our lifetimes. If you believe in the spiritual viewpoint that our soul has lived many lives, Over the lives we live, there may be things that are unresolved and unfinished. And it's taking this broader, wider perspective on life that it isn't just your soul as it is right now. It's a complete timeline and history of your soul, all the lives that you have lived. So think of it this way. You never have to go out of your way to teach someone a lesson or if you've been deeply hurt or wronged to enact your own justice. Because trust me, The universe has already set it all up. It's not worth your time, energy or effort, especially when it drags you down to their level or a lower vibration. The perspective I take is that karma isn't a bad thing or a good thing. It simply is. Karma simply repeats and loops itself in what can make you feel insane in order to create new results. But in order for that to happen, something different has to change. Take this perspective, it's about accumulating awareness and knowledge to decrease ignorance. The perspective that karma is a simple feedback system to help you be your most highest and aligned self. Karma is a mirror held up to you. So karma isn't punishing and rewarding. It simply reflects and is a neutral, you know, like mirror. If you don't like what you see, it isn't the mirror, it's you. The mirror is a vehicle and channel karma is here to evolve your soul. So I love this quote by Shannon Adler, which says, karma isn't revenge. It is a mirror of your soul's mistakes. And for those that wish bad karma for you, it is also a mirror for their mistakes. Karma was never meant to be a punishment. It is a reminder of your soul's true self to be better than all the insecurities that hurt others because of your own fear and lack in faith that the universe has a plan for you. So how do you know if something is karmic? Often it feels very repetitive, something that keeps coming up over and over again until we move through it and gotten what we needed from that experience, whether it's a learning or unlearning. 
And it often involves needing to confront and face your fears. For example, I think many of us can relate to seemingly dating the same type of person, different person, but maybe the same issues come up such as emotional unavailability or feeling like you need to win someone over in order to prove that you are lovable. Now, I want to put it out there that karmic relationships aren't just in romantic situations. It could be that boss of yours who is hard to get along with or a friend or family member that really triggers you. In this way comes the concept of karmic contracts. Think of them in the feedback system of balancing everything out. They aren't always meant to be forever. Most of them are temporary. Um, They end once you've cleared the unresolved energy between the two souls, often learning, growing, and expanding in the process. It may feel like an instant energetic charge. Naturally being so drawn to someone, it's like magnetic. You can't explain it. You may even be repulsed. Maybe it feels like you've known them for a long time or they are familiar, constantly thinking about them. Often there will be a push and pull tension, highs and lows, and yeah, like an imbalance of power dynamics too, which is accompanied by drama. To shift the karma, one must act consciously and intentionally to break the cycle. With all situations, it often involves leaving and walking away, which is easy in theory, but harder in reality. It can be helpful to imagine karmic contracts as scrolls and burning them to end them. Um, It can also help to really affirm for guidance. I'd like to release this karmic situation or person. Universe, please guide me and help me to do so in the most loving and aligned way possible. Show me the way, show me the signs. So you can look for indicators of karma based on your birth chart and human design. In human design, we can look at it specifically what type of karmic lifetime you have, the life themes you'll encounter. And if you want to look at a particular relationship, we can overlay the charts to see if there's karma too. So if you're interested in a reading, I do have availabilities. So please reach out via Instagram or email or book through my website. I would love to do a reading for you. So there are also different types of karma and it could be, for example, Sanchita, which is accumulated karma, a field of plants, some of which comes to fruition in this lifetime and some that don't. Um, Please also excuse me the way I pronounce the the terms. Parabda, karma that is coming into fruition in this lifetime, which will shape this life. Agami, karma that is being created right now in this lifetime that will go on to impact future lives. So think of it as planting seeds and kiriyamana instant karma that you see in the moment. For example, you have a negative loop spiral, you lash out at someone and there behold is a parking fine. So this establishes that it's universally believed karma transcends lifetimes. It can even like splinter into your own individual karma, but you can also have ancestral family lineage karma passed on to you, which is really powerful because you're here to break family patterns. So Similarly to the 12 laws of the universe, which I have done an episode on in episode three, did you know that there are 12 laws of karma? So I'm going to give you a brief rundown on each of those laws. So the first is the law of cause and effect. What you sow, you shall reap. What you put out there, you'll get back. So if you want love, be and give love. If you start judging someone, you'll be judged back by another. 
the core essence is very similar to the law of attraction. The second one is the law of creation. You have to be an active participant in life because you are a co-creator. The most powerful takeaway is to never forget that. You are a creator in this life. You are the universe manifested physically in human form. Be a creator. Don't just wait and manifest. Take inspired action. When you're not sure, create space for more in your life. The law of humility. One must accept something in order to change it or the inverse. What you refuse to accept will continue for you. Start with where you are. By this, it's saying if you aren't happy in your life right now, you must take responsibility for it. Accept that you aren't happy and from this place, you can start. The law of growth. Change starts with yourself. The sentiment of wherever you go, there you are. Know that the only control you have is over yourself. Focus on your own development, growth, thoughts, perspectives, and actions. Growth starts within. As Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. When you grow, likely life around you will grow. And I see that all the time with clients. They start doing the work and they see how the people around them change. It's that degree of being an energetic match. Of course, as your vibration rises, everything around you will as well. You change your life when you change yourself first. And there is always room for growth. Not that you should feel the pressure of always improving, but it's the backdrop and context of life. We are here to evolve continually. And my biggest hint for you is if you want to do this, let's work together through one-to-one coaching. You aren't meant to do it alone. And I would love to be your support and guide and to have different perspectives and show you out of where you're at, maybe feeling stuck or, you know, trying to reach a certain goal. I would absolutely love to chat to you about coaching. The law of responsibility, being accountable and taking ownership of what you create, whether you label it good or bad. The law of connection, how everything is interconnected, interdependent, past, present, future, every being, human to human, human to earth, human to animals, how you interact with the world at large. And you can think of this as ethics too, right? Caring for the environment, preservation for future generations. It's the ripple effect, really, like thinking about the butterfly effect. You know, when it flaps its wings, it can impact something on the other side of the world. The law of focus. Energy flows where focus goes. So where do you place your attention? Is it a high or low vibration? Technically, this law believes we should focus on one thing at a time. But as a manifesting generator in human design, I disagree. And again, this is going to be different for everyone. But for example, having worked with generators, I know that they can feel overwhelmed and lost without a focus. The law of hospitality and giving integrity. Our behavior should match our actions. Don't just talk the talk, walk the walk too. What we do and say should match what we believe and preach. Life will give us opportunities to show and reflect this. It's a test of our character. It's also the concept of kindness, right? If you choose to be giving and generous, do so from a pure place with no conditions and expectations. 
you know, help others in the ways that you can. It doesn't have to be financially. It could be through time, energy, effort as examples too. The law of here and now, being here in the present moment, what's happened in the past is done. The future is not yet here and don't miss the present moment because it creates the future. The law of change, history repeating itself. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Therefore, the theory, right, is if you want to do something different, you've got to think differently. You've got to act differently. You've got to feel differently. The law of patience and reward. Simply stated, hard work will always pay off. Success will eventually follow and know that if you do good deeds, it will never be unnoticed. Maybe it won't come to fruition in this lifetime, but it could be in your next or a future one. And you can think of this like a GPS, putting in the exact place you want to go. And you trust that eventually, even if you take the wrong turns, there's detours, redirections or whatever, you're going to get where you need to. So apply this to your life too. The law of inspiration and importance. Rewarded based on energy and effort we put in. In saying that, everything counts, whether big or small. It all adds up and accumulates. It makes a difference to the whole. It could be as simple as smiling at a stranger to starting a charity, right? Everything is significant. You are significant and you are always contributing to the world and collective consciousness. It's an encouragement to tap into your natural gifts and share with the world. Otherwise, it's a disservice to us all. We all know that we learn from our interactions with others and forget that the same goes for us. We are also a teacher and a guide to many others in our life through what we do and our actions. And just being who you are, it gives permission for others to be themselves and maybe they can relate to a quality within you. And so there are different schools of thought as to whether you can truly ever escape and burn off all your karma and You know, you can do those through things like rituals, healings, yoga, chanting, meditation, and so forth. But I think it's best to address ultimately how to work with karma. And it's not meant to be feared, right? If you can ultimately accept and allow that it's the backdrop of life in this game, in this experience, it's more powerful to be aware of it. It aligns with what we know of physics, Newton's third law that states that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That applies to energy, action, and our intentions. So taking that perspective that your soul chose specific experiences and karma to shape the lives that we ultimately live, our soul is always acting for our highest good and with deep, unconditional love. And a part of that is allowing ourselves to grow through our life experiences. Be self-aware. The more you know yourself, the more conscious you are, the more you're likely going to act and behave in alignment with your highest self and values. It's about being in your power and going inwards instead of looking to blame external circumstances and lose your power to sources outside of yourself, you know, understand your triggers, traumas, patterns, pain, and perspectives. Catch yourself going unconscious into the familiar or automatic instead of a conscious choice heal your shadows and wounds and yes this involves the work but as a coach it's so important for me to tell you that 
This isn't done by being angry, annoyed, frustrated at yourself and beating yourself up. It's done with love and compassion for self. You are human. You aren't meant to be perfect in every single way. And if you were, life would be so boring and pointless and you won't get the full experience. You know, find a way to forgive and let go of the past. See the innocence in other souls. See the innocence of your own soul, you know, self-forgiveness and compassion. Grudges create an energetic tie towards someone. They get to live rent-free in your head and energy field. And I've done an episode on forgiveness, number six. And the core key that's be it's like forgiveness is for you. It's not for them, but in the process, it's a win-win. And so remember that not all of us in this lifetime will grow spiritually and learn all that we need to. By you listening, I would say that's not you, given that you are listening to improve your personal self-awareness and work on yourself. And in the challenging times, look for growth. It can always be found. On the other hand, celebrate and appreciate that karma can bring positivity and blessings into your life. You know, an attitude of gratitude by means of karma. We deserve everything we get, which includes the good stuff. Um, also cultivating inner peace within yourself so that you are not as disturbed by what is going on outside of you and ultimately be an uplifting, beautiful soul for the most part. You know, check in with yourself as to the intentions behind your actions. And I always say, you know, do what you would want others to do to you, like act in fairness, in alignment with your values and in your integrity. So yeah, this was an episode all about karma. I hope you really enjoyed it, beautiful soul. Let me know what you think. I always love it if you message me or tag me in your stories. I would love to hear about it. And yeah, heading into March, I've opened up the books for more human design readings. I've also got two one-to-one coaching spots left. So if you are interested, please reach out to me on Instagram at thefeedang. Otherwise, you can find some information in the show notes or my website, feedang.com. Until next time, beautiful soul, love and positivity. Oh, 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 oh.